0: Welcome to another episode of The Blackout. I am your host, Thomas Black, and each week of the college football season, I'll take you through the biggest moments that lead us to the college football playoff. This week on the episode, I've got Eric Bailey from TulsaWorld.com, a beat reporter for the Oklahoma Sooners on, to discuss Oklahoma and Baylor, a top 15 matchup that will feature game day at Baylor. I don't have as much content for you here on the show this week, but that is only because I am working my tail off outside the podcast to try and improve things and make things a better experience for listeners down the road. I'm not ready to share a bunch of details quite yet, but we're getting very close to expanding some things and developing the show in some very positive ways. Like always, you can find The Blackout on bellyupsports.com. And that's where you'll be able to find this week's college football game of the week, Oklahoma and Baylor. And if you want a chance to win a free t-shirt from the Belly Up Sports shop, all you have to do is go to bellyupsports.com, find the college football forum, and enter a prediction on the thread for Oklahoma Baylor for the winner and the final score of this game coming up this weekend. All right, now to get you ready for my interview with Eric Bailey, I have a special clip for you that I want you to hear. We're going to take a dive into the mind of Oklahoma Sooners head coach, Lincoln Riley. I came across this clip on Twitter earlier this week, and this is Lincoln Riley on Oklahoma Sports Talk with Toby Rowland, the play-by-play voice for Oklahoma. Roland and the team over there like to, on a regular basis, check out what Lincoln Riley's memory is going back years in the past to find out if he remembers specific plays and specific situations from Oklahoma Sooners football. Just remember, this was recorded this week. And you'll hear the question from Teddy Lane going back to 2015 about an exact play that happened in another big matchup between Oklahoma and Baylor four years ago. Teddy thinks he's got you tonight. So, Teddy Lane.
1: 2015, okay, this is the last time, all right? We went down to Baylor, game day was there. 2015, Oklahoma versus Baylor. Okay, first quarter. Six oh five remaining in the in the quarter. OU leads the game seven to six. Okay, the play is it's first and ten. It's P and ten, which means first first down of the of the possession on the plus thirty eight yard line. Okay. Oh, I forgot the down and distance. I believe. No, you said oh, first oh, okay, and ten. Yeah. Hash. Uh, middle of the field. Okay. So first play of the possession, first and 10 on the plus 38-yard line, ball in the middle of the field. OU leads 7-6, uh, 2015 Baylor, six minutes left in the first quarter, Six oh five. Coach, Rinkley, for those listening on radio, Lincoln <laughs> Riley is thinking. Oh, man. He came in today and he said, I got him on this one. I got him on this one. Well, if we've already scored, Samaje scored on the first one. God, I don't remember. First quarter, He said on the plus 38. Plus 38, P and 10. Which I don't know if you know this, that means the first play of the possession. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I learned that. Appreciate that. You're welcome. We're ahead seven to six. Ball's in the middle of the field. 2015. What's going through your mind right now? I'm trying to narrow down. Yeah, because we were going right to left. Smaj so scored on the first one. On the he scored our first touchdown on a little outside zone play down there. God, going that way. Plus, I don't remember this being like a standout play. I think that's why he thinks he's got you. Yeah. Are you? Is there some you're choosing between? Yeah. Or you get a blank? No, no, I got a few that I. Think it might be, but I'm 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 definitely not too certain. Mm-hmm. What do you think about picking one of those? <laughs> I was gonna see how long I can keep you going. <laughs> I'm just you checking your watch? Nah, hey, you can, we'll, I'm, we'll just to, I'm just trying to squeeze Clark's time out here at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this it's pretty much a guess. I think we throw play action to Shep. Over the middle, but this, I'm not, I'm not super confident in this one. I don't remember Samaje popping around. I don't remember Joe or Samaje doing anything noteworthy that way. We didn't really throw it to anybody else that night other than Shep. I don't totally remember. We're going remember. with that? Yeah, we're going we'll with, go that? with it. I think maybe, one, maybe a little pop play action pass to Shep over the middle. That definitely could be wrong. Let's see. All right. First and 10 from the 30. We got a chance. Baker, play action. <laughs> Looks middle. Is that Sterling Shepard? Yeah. Oh, he got it. Oh! Oh! Look at the crowd goes crazy. I knew the whole time. I was just trying to mess with you. <laughs> ah. That was like that Iowa State drive that took six minutes, 49 seconds Saturday. (laughs)
0: Congratulations. Still ended in a win. Man, isn't getting into just a little bit of a feel of what it's like to be inside Lincoln Riley's mind just remarkable. It took some time, but I think it's well worth the wait. And we'll get into that and much more with this Oklahoma-Baylor matchup coming up this weekend because... Now joining the Blackout once again from TulsaWorld.com, the beat reporter for the Oklahoma Sooners, Eric Bailey, joins the show. Eric, welcome back, and how are you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on.
0: Yes, sir. It's been great to have you on once before, and we're excited to have you for a big-time matchup this week between Oklahoma and Baylor. Now, I don't know if you'll remember the discussion from last time, but when you were here, you was ahead of the Texas Tech game. We kind of pointed out that everybody was highlighting the Texas game, but you and I discussed how this five-game stretch here at the end of the season might actually be the most difficult stretch for Oklahoma this year, and no doubt has that been the case. The last couple of games, you've seen some wild ones, the loss at Kansas State the win this past week against Iowa State. What's it been like looking at the Sooners now all of a sudden in these tight games, one loss, and now, you know, their margin for error much more thin right now than where we stood, you know, a number of weeks ago?
2: No, I I, I think we're, I was expecting this to be a tough stretch, just like you said. I wasn't expecting a loss and a one-point win, that's for sure, but that really kind of exemplifies how tough this stretch is, and You know, Oklahoma's really lucky right now not to have two losses. I mean, they, you know, they were so close, really close to allowing that two-point conversion. Uh, Brock Purdy just missed a wide-open guy in the end zone, and, uh, oh, you got the interception. But, no, really didn't expect Oklahoma to be where they're at now.
0: As you look at this team, uh, you know, we talked about in the early stages of the year, we were still trying to figure out if there was improvement on the defensive side of the ball. For a long time this year, it did look like, hey, maybe the defense is figuring this thing out. But all of a sudden, the past three weeks with the buy in between, you've seen 48 points given up to Kansas State, 41, like you mentioned, to Iowa State. Are there concerns on the defensive side of the ball after the last two games?
2: I think so. I think you know a lot of fans and they start asking is this still the same defense we saw last season and i think you got to wonder if in those players minds they're starting to think the same thing because you know after giving up 48 and 41 in back to back weeks and especially that Kansas State loss they gave up eight straight scoring possessions and it really did seem like last year there's a lot of uh, a questioning questioning of themselves and i think Alex Grinch is getting a little frustrated because the tackling isn't the same and you know, Oklahoma's gone five straight games without creating a turnover, and that's incredible. That's an incredible fact uh, figure. You wouldn't have ever expected that, but yeah, five games without a turnover. They did get the takeaway during the two-point conversion, but officially that's not a turnover, so they're still they're still searching for some, take, some turnovers for their team.
0: And as we look at the Sooners right now, they sit number 10 in the college football playoff poll. And to some, that may be a little surprising, uh, but the loss certainly hurt them to Kansas State. Just how much help does Oklahoma need as they work their way through the rest of the year? Obviously, they have to win out, but how much help do they need if they're going to make it back to the college football playoff?
2: You know, it's funny. um, Lincoln Riley, he said often in the last two weeks is they know how this works. They know if they win out. Things usually take care of themselves, and for the most part, they have. When they've been a one-loss team, uh, they with that loss coming in the middle of the season, they won out in 2015, 2017, and 2018, and they went to the playoff. And uh, granted, this loss was a little later than those other three years, but I think if there's just a little bit of chaos in front of them and they went out, they're going to have a good chance to slip into that four spot. That being said, they're going to need help. They, they're going to have to leapfrog the Pac-12 schools. Both Oregon and Utah are ahead of them. That's a concern if you're Oklahoma and you know what happens if they're compared next to a one loss, Alabama team, uh, do they favor the conference champion or do they favor an Alabama team who really hasn't played much, but has been in, you know, the last four or five national championship games. So it's interesting, but all Oklahoma control is what's in front of them, and that's winning football games. They really can't think of the big, think of the big picture. they got to go week to week.
0: As we look at this top 15 matchup heading into this weekend, I heard it described of Baylor earlier this week. You know, it's a team that does a lot of things well, but I don't know if they actually blow you away in any one category on the field. They do have some really talented players, but what's your assessment of this Baylor team and the type of challenge they present to Oklahoma?
2: You know, when you look at it, they've only scored two touchdowns in regulation in the last two games, <laughs> two offensive touchdowns. And that's, that's a struggle. If you're, if you're Matt Rule, you need to get that fixed. Now, granted, Oklahoma's been susceptible to points, so maybe Oklahoma's a get-right game for Baylor. But I think that's something you look at first is Baylor's offense, and they have playmakers. I've always been impressed with Charlie Brewer, and uh, I think this is a good Baylor team. Defensively, defensively, uh, you know, Oklahoma is going to uh, face a, a really strong defense, a really stingy defense. Yeah. And, you know, ba- Baylor already has 29 sacks this year. They only had 25 all of last year. And I, I really think that's that's the matchup you got to watch is what's going to happen on the offensive line, Oklahoma's offensive line versus Baylor's defensive line. James Lynch for Baylor, he has five and a half sacks in his last six games. And I think and he leads the conference with eight and a half. I think James Lynch is a name you're going to really have to really follow as this game goes on.
0: As you look at this matchup with this Baylor squad, in comparison, obviously you've seen a couple of really close games the last few weeks against Kansas State and Iowa State. How much of a predicament is Oklahoma in this week? How do they compare with those other other teams that have come really close to knocking off Oklahoma or winning? Uh, are they right up there at the same level, or is this maybe a little bit of an easier challenge for Oklahoma?
2: No, I think it's going to be a tough challenge. And I think, like I said, Oklahoma needs to control what they can control. And when you look at those last two games that they played, you know they were outscored in the second and third quarters by Kansas State 41 to six, mm. and that that's an incredible incredible figure when you think about it 41 to six, and then they only scored seven points in the second half of the the one point win over Iowa State. So this is a team that hasn't played a complete game. In, in, you know, in the last two games. And I think that's the key. Can Oklahoma be consistent for four quarters? You know, in both those games, they jumped out to a 14-0 and a 10-0 lead. And they and even last Saturday, they, they had three times they had 21-point leads. They have to finish. I think that's the key. And you have to keep the throttle down. You can't let up, especially uh, in what's going to be just a hostile crowd in Baylor with ESPN game day and you know, undefeated team. It's, it's going to be a neat atmosphere on Saturday.
0: It is going to be a great atmosphere. And as we work our way to kickoff, have you already made a prediction for this game? What's your assessment of what we will see on Saturday when this game finishes up?
2: I think the score I think I had was Oklahoma 38-28. I think Oklahoma gets right. They play well when their backs are against the wall, and they definitely have their backs against the wall. But I just think it's one of those games where Oklahoma's going to be able to score points. I think Baylor's going to score more than two touchdowns that we talked like we talked about earlier, but I, I just don't think they can really keep match the firepower of Oklahoma. Now, it could be a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, but I think Oklahoma's going to win by 10 when it's all said and done.
0: Now, there's one more question I have for you before we get you out of here. Uh, looking back earlier this week, I saw a video come across Twitter Uh, On the Sooner Sports Talk side with Toby Rowland, the play-by-play voice for Oklahoma, and the rest of the team over there quizzing Lincoln-Riley, Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you know what I'm talking about, but I Mm -hmm. saw a play from Baylor, Oklahoma in 2015, and these guys are giving Lincoln Riley, you know, down, distance, time left in the game, the score, what quarter they're in, all of that, and then they ask him what play was run at a certain moment in a game, and he just lines it up and knocks it off the tee a long, long distance. So uh, what can you say about the mind of Lincoln Riley and just... How special of an offensive mind he has and, and the
2: memory that he has you know it's amazing I don't think he's missed one of those this year he's he's got a great mind he's, he's he remembers so much and that's what impressed, impressed me a lot about him and you know when he first was hired as the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma I did some interviews looking doing some research on him and a lot of people told me that it's just his offensive mind it's, and he's got a really a photographic memory and remembers a lot of things and and that's something that impressed me. You can give him, you know, the distance, time, like you said, the hash mark. He'll nail it. So uh, just he's just an outstanding offensive-minded coach. And uh, you know, Oklahoma was really fortunate when to find him when they did. And he's really been really good for the Sooners.
0: All right, Eric, I really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll look forward to possibly having you back on the show again sometime if Oklahoma can find their way back into the playoff discussion. Otherwise, we'll have a good time uh, watching the Sooners as they close out the rest of the year.
2: Well, as always, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys, and uh, call me anytime.
0: All right, Eric, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you later. All right. It is always a pleasure having Eric Bailey on the show. And I'm with him on this one. I'm picking the Sooners in this game over the Bears, except I think it's going to be a little bit more comfortable. 45-27, the final. Thank you, each and every one of you, for listening to The Blackout. And in the coming weeks, really the coming days, be sure you tune in to new episodes of The Blackout or check out bellyupsports.com, where I'll be making some announcements coming up on the show for developing sides of this project that are going to make it an even better product for years to come. Until next time, I'm your host, Thomas Black. And come back and join me here on The Blackout next week as we get ready for some more college football action winding our way down to the end of the regular season.